it would be funnier if I hadn't died of a heart complication when I was supposed to be recording in the past. That would be funny. <laughs> well, that did happen. I know. And it was hilarious. <laughs> it, was, well, it was a highlight. Was it funny before I got back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Not ha-ha funny, but... Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly variety show concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a few simple-minded guys who just happen to be in a storied fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the 12 owners in the league. Download this podcast wherever you get the podcast content you listen to when you're looking into the secret life of Big Bird. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. DM us or send us a quick note at atlasbacht at gmail.com. This is episode 86 entitled Stealing Signs. Good morning, Barker Nation. We're happy to have you here with us. Mr. Smyfave, Joe, how are you doing this morning? I'm peachy. Got a game to look forward to this afternoon. I'm going to get high back on uh, Tuesday. And You're going to get high back on Tuesday? I'm getting high Tuesday, too. Oh, it's my truck. It's a Sierra, so I call it a high. Uh, it was either that or Reuben, but oh. that seemed kind of weird. You name your vehicle, Joe? Yes. Do you talk to your vehicle? I don't. Okay. I listen to it. Do you ever it. write a song to it? No. No, Neil Young did. Long may you run. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I'm glad. So what are you driving with, uh, you know, not being high or not being able to? to... I, I rented a truck from U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a 22-footer. <laughs> Box truck. <laughs> all right. Well, GK, how are you doing this morning with your Grateful Dead t-shirt on? I'm good. I'm feeling well. I'm feeling rested. I love three-day weekends. I wish every weekend could be a three-day weekend. <laughs> and uh, I'm ready to rock. So, Swag, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. What's happening, fellas? Hey, do you guys know that Jack Black's parents hmm. were both rocket scientists? I, you know what? I think I did from a Howard Stern interview that I heard him do. His mom, mother actually worked on the, the Minuteman missile, the Hubble hmm. Space Telescope, tracking and data relay satellite and the apollo space program you know that this that's funny that you mentioned jack black and then tenacious d because our lost third uh segment last week is kind of like their song epic you know like the greatest segment ever but we we can't remember lost. yep 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 yeah we should probably apologize for that it was uh i know it's my fault it's my computer's fault it was my, my failing to bring my power cord home for my new primary computer. So, fans, I'm sorry. I'm human. I, w I wasn't going to place the blame on any one individual. I didn't even know that there was blame. I just thought it. No, it's, all, it's my fault. Yeah. Where are you at to get, Greg, Jack? I'm, uh, yeah, Tim up? sent me some hateful notes over the week. It's fine. That, I believe. Yeah, let me describe this hateful note. Greg, do you have your power cord? Mm -hmm. mm. Sounds pretty loaded to me. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, so we uh, none of it's rocket science. This is uh, straight up good stuff to talk about. We've got some games we got we've got to play. We've got some baseball to talk about. We had 
our uh, juiceless expansion, our final expansion, the final expansion. Yeah. The, How do the, we know, you know the, the final expansion? Why would we ever go to 15 teams? Well, uh, it's the final expansion right now. I think the plan was always to go to 12. Oh, yeah. We do have that opportunity to, to expand further, absolutely. I just I don't know that we'd ever talked about it in the last 10 years. Going no. to fifteen or something like that. It's not that. a hot topic, but let's yeah, let's not put not, But it's the semi-final expansion. Yeah, so <laughs> we it's possibly <laughs> the last expansion. Yeah. There's not yeah, twelve yeah, over yeah, when you get start getting uh, there's not a lot of leagues out there with more than twelve teams that I'm aware of. Uh, not enough catchers to have eight teams, but hey. <laughs> so yeah, so I'd say, Greg, you wanted to play a game. So let's go ahead and hand the microphone over to you and let's play a game. The fact that Joe last week didn't know that Jerry Garcia had been dead for what now we've confirmed to be 24 years, it surprised me. I didn't miss him. Well, I'm not, Joe, you know, honestly, I, I haven't pined away for him at much at all. You know, it was, it was sad when he passed and I loved his music. I didn't. I get it, but you know, just like um, any famous person dying, it's newsworthy. That's all I'm saying, Joe. And you, you strike me as a cerebral guy who's attuned to like music and modern culture, <laughs> and maybe you're not, you know. And so, definitely not. Well, and 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 so I prepared a game where I'm going to give you the names. I'm not going to list them all out, and then you have you kind of do a uh, a match. I, I just want to go person by person. And give you the opportunity to to call out for these. Uh, I think everyone, and you guys can tell me if any of these musicians are too obscure, even for Joe, uh, or you know, just if they are commonly known household names. I think most of them are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In fact, if they're deceased, if they're alive, or if they're not only alive but alive and touring right now, like you could go see them in the. This week or in the near future, if you know, assuming you could travel to the destination they were attending, how does that sound, Joe? Fun? Oh, just peachy. But before I do that, I do feel like I would be remiss if I didn't talk about a very special moment that Joe and I shared this week. Really? Yeah, yeah. Listeners, as as uh, Jack said, uh, Mikey was touched, and I genuinely appreciate. It. I was speaking totally sincere, sincerely, and from the heart about the impact that Rush and Neil Peart, his lyrics. Uh, had on me as a kid. Um, and so on Friday night, um, Joe was texting and texting relentlessly the same message over and over again. And, you know, generally we ignore that sort of thing, frankly. Um, <laughs> it, it's a, it's like a, a warning beacon. Uh, and, and it's not like I was doing anything important where I couldn't have responded. I simply chose not to because I was frightened. But um, as I lay there feeling somewhat butterflies in my stomach as Joe just continued to text the same message over and over again. The phone rang, and lo and behold, it was Joe. Uh And I'll be honest, buddy, I thought seriously about sending you straight to voicemail. (laughs) But I thought, nope, I'll answer it. Probably would have been better for you if you had. (laughs) But I'm glad I didn't, because, listeners, what Joe shared was um, just how deeply moved he was about the... Um, the anecdote I shared about my daughter and her referencing of the, the song The Trees by Rush and how, uh, you know, he, he shared with me uh, an interesting interview that I might want to watch about Neil Peart and, um, and it was a tender moment and uh, Joe may deny this but at the conclusion of the call we exchanged I love you buddies Aww. 
And so no matter, listeners, I want you to know, no matter how much we uh, take one another's inventories on here, it's all done in love. Okay, now let's get on to the game. How about that? That's wonderful. Let me dry my eyes for a second here. Uh, (laughs) Wow. It is. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, so uh, this first person, uh, Peter Frampton. He's alive and touring. You're right. That was quick. Joe Strummer. He's dead. Brian Wilson. Also dead. Nope, he's alive and on tour. (laughs) He's been dead for 40 years. He played here in South Florida Friday. Yeah, I, wow. actually, I just saw an interview with him on something about six months ago. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's dead. No, no, he's not. He's a, he played I saw here. the interview. He's dead. <laughs> he didn't answer a fucking question. <laughs> okay. Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon is dead from cancer. He had a hat just like you. Oh. Trent Reznor. He's alive, I believe. I don't know if he's touring. That's right. No, he's not touring. He's talking about it, but he's not currently touring. Buddy Guy. Is alive and plays every night at his bar that he's not touring. Well, he's playing shows, so that counts. You're correct. Chris Cornell. I don't know who that is. Lead singer of Soundgarden. Ah, I never listened to them. Well, that's not the question. I'm going to say he's dead. He is dead. Absolute shame. Dave Gahan. Don't know who that is. Lead singer of Depeche Mode recently, this weekend, in fact, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, then he must be alive if he was at his induction. No, no, they like they they, oh, inducted, they inducted Chris Cornell as well. So. Okay, well then he's dead. No, he's alive. I said he was alive. <laughs> is this like the beach ball incident? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, last but not least, the notorious B.I.G. He's dead. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> you did pretty well, Joe. Even in rap. Yay. Yeah, good job. Although with with the rappers, you're you're pretty safe just going with dead, right? (laughs) (laughs) About fifty percent of the time. yeah, Yeah. speaking of speaking of rappers and and unfortunately, but I I, um I ended up having a friggin' very uh unplanned horrible day yesterday. Like I by the end of my day I was almost in depression. Do you normally plan your horrible days? Well I um I (laughs) I um I started I had to do some work and um so I that you know always fun on a Saturday morning. So um did some work. I was running the draft while I was working, which made it easy for me. Fuck you, Dusty. Oh, wow. And then I decided to uh, to to make a drink. And when I did that, I dropped not only one glass bottle, but I hit another glass bottle, shattered everywhere. There's hot sauce, and uh, um, it was horrible. So anyway, I cleaned all that up, but th- that just kind of started the situation. Listeners, uh, Jackson Airline pilot, for those of you who don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a train. Uh, so, no, I work from home. But anyway, so I, I just decided that it would be a good time to, to throw on the new Mac Miller. Ah, good call. Fucking sad, bro. Like, yeah. God damn. Like, by the end of it, I was just like, fuck. And then, like an idiot, not really putting them together. I didn't. I finished the night off drinking by myself, watching watching the, Schindler's List, The Joker, close. Uh, oh, oh, so, oh, so, oh. Yeah, so by, yeah, by the end, 
of the night, I'm just like, fuck it, I just want to crawl in a hole. And like, it was oh like very God. unintentional forced slide into negativity yesterday. But so anyway, sorry, just uh, thought I'd, I'd share that. I found it uh, quite interesting. Didn't really put two or two together. Until... That's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Was it was good. Yeah, yeah. The, and, the, and Mac Miller's album is great. Just yeah. very sad, both of them. Just, you know. Was your Nick Cage pillowcase soaked in tears? <laughs> As you drifted off to sleep, it's a little out of my price range. I did, I did check. Now there's always, there's always your birthday. There's not a Chinese knockoff you can get somewhere at a flea market or something. You mean like Jackie Chan? <laughs> that does sound depressing. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of sad. So let's get out of that mood. And um, I actually have a, uh, a a little game that we can play here, and I, I was going to actually put um, put Greg in the uh, the player's mm. seat for this one. And it's similar to some of the other stuff we've done, but it's a little different. So this one we're going to call it uh, uh, "This or That" is the name of the game. Um, and I am gonna I'm gonna read off six things, um, kind of like real or fake, except all of these are real. Okay, these are all movie titles. Three of them are actual movie titles you know g pg rated r uh three of them are pornos Ooh, nice and you have to guess which are which so obviously you know being movies and all of us being well versed in movies and assumedly pornos i um you know i, I didn't go with any low-hanging fruit so there's no black snake moan there's no snatch mm. pretty in pink is not in here um not even there will be blood all of those Do are they out. still make uh like feature film length pornos like i never watched porno for like more than like 90 seconds you yeah. know, at a time right do they, they make do. <laughs> yeah, feature most... film length porno? yeah 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 they do yeah most okay. of those are clips from full length Porno. Okay, cool. I'll go. I'm ready. Let's do this. If you listen to the end, Greg will tell you how to get free porn. Listen right. to the end? Is that one of the titles? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, number one, The Harder They Come. Number two, Midnight Meat Train. Number three, The Nurse. Number four, Confessions of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak. Number five is Two Mules for Sister Sarah. <laughs> and number six is Autobiography of a Flea. Okay, so I'm going to immediately call out two movies that I've seen and I know are, are not. Uh, see, I tried. I really tried to reach with this one, but Two I Two Mules for Sister Sarah is uh, Shirley MacLaine and <laughs> Clint Eastwood. That is that's correct. a real movie. That is correct. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> midnight Midnight Me Train is Bradley Cooper, I believe. Right. Right? Oh, right. This is a lot more fun when you don't know stuff. But yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper. I've seen yes. that movie. Yep. Yeah. I've seen yep. movie. Okay. Okay. So that that opens it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now I have three porns and a little late. I mean, three porn. <laughs> and That's a right. legit movie. Yeah. The harder they okay. come, the nurse. Confessions of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak and Autobiography of a Flea. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to go on just gut instinct here and say the uh, Confessions of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak is a porn. It is. That is correct. You're three for three. Oh, boy. This is like, um, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> you know, should I walk away now? I've gotten three correct so far. Okay, so then we have the nurse. We have the harder they come, and, and we have 
autobiography uh, of, a of a flea. You know, uh, I mean, the harder they come is so obvious <laughs> that it seems like it would be an obvious one, but then I fear that you're trying to trick me. So I'm going to leave that <laughs> alone for a minute. I'm going to focus on autobiography of a flea and the nurse. I'm going to say autobiography of a flea is a... No, I'm not ready to commit. I'm going to say the nurse <laughs> is a porn. The nurse it, is a porn. It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> so it's down to two, right? I'm four two. for four. Yep, you got two to go. Yep. And I'm going to go... I'm going to do the switcheroo and say that the harder they come was a... Uh, was a... Um, a, a, a plant, a, a trap, a trap question. I'm going to say that's the real film and autobiography of a flea is the porn. Six for six. Wow. Oh, you have one. You are correct. Oh, you, what do I win? You get to keep your life. I don't know, but that's impressive. So uh, anal beads. Uh, when anal you win, you win the little bit of respect that you knew more about the real movies than the porn, I guess. So that's okay. good, right? Um, I am very interested after looking at this list in watching autobiography. Yeah, what is that? Is, know, there, is there a film? Dis- I would like a I will, film I will, description of that. It's, from the, it's like from the 70s, I think. And and Confessions of a t- Teenage Peanut Butter Freak. That's yeah, well, that, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. disturbing. That might, uh, <laughs> agreed. Jesus agreed. Christ. Uh, very good. Good job. Yeah, obviously there, there was a, a, you know, I threw a couple in there, but um, I was trying Two to- Two mules for Sister Sarah. That would, be quite a, that would be quite a movie. God, yeah. Not just one mule, but uh, two Mike. mules. Now, now so while you me- guys were talking, and um, you may not have heard it, but Joe actually knew before you- Kind of affirmed it, Jack. Right. That, you know, right. what was so it? Were you what Googling it, yet? Joe, or just what? Your own collection? I remember that uh, title. Which one? The Flea one. Oh, really? Yeah, it's from the 70s, I think. You think? No, 70s porn. You're not I sure, think. though. You don't remember. No, I never saw it. You didn't see Okay. All right. Okay. Well, well done. Well done, Thank champ. You. Thank you. Yeah, you can't get this guy, man. Ooh, stump Greg. That could be a new, new uh, segment. Like, you know, maybe I should take on. Uh, take on a guest from time to time or take on one of you fellas ask him to name the junior senator from like three small states or something Mm. oh there you go yeah maybe we should have joe put it together (laughs) you want it to be entertaining don't you oh well yeah but we want greg to lose sometime too what is the most common lunch on the space station (laughs) bologna and cheese or SpaghettiOs with Tang. Well, I think Tito got him at least for one, right? So we know that Tito at least stumped him oh, someone. Mm-hmm. Scooter Muffet. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I, I, talking about Tito made me think. We did get some listener feedback. This one's pretty heavy. Uh, oh. So oh. it's heavier than Jack's day yesterday, for Christ's sake. Oh, my. Dear AB Crew, longtime listener, first-time writer. This came through Gmail, by the way, which we don't get a lot coming through Gmail, so... But this person's got something to say. First of all, let me say I'm a fan of the show and thus obviously not easily offended. However, I'm also a cancer patient. And while I will admit I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know what GK was wearing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. Could you reread that? Joe was over there <laughs> laughing <laughs> at the fact. Joe so was a nerd. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. 
guys, guys, this is the Joker. This is Joe. Do you have a card? Oh my god, I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying. <laughs> Uh, you oh, know, lis- listeners, uh, this is truly disturbing to me. You know, we've been doing this podcast now for over three years, a hundred plus episodes, and I've never heard Joe laugh so heartily as just now. Yeah. Okay. So, however, I am also a cancer patient, and while I will admit I'm pretty sure I know what GK was wearing and can pretty much picture him in my head, we do not <laughs> wear quote unquote outfits. This one may be a little close to the line, Mister Joe. But I will make you a deal. If you make a donation in the name of Atlas Bach to, uh, to a cancer research program of your choice, I'm pretty sure cancer gods will forgive you and can, you can all go on living a happy, normal life. Your call, no pressure. Oh. <laughs> Joe, parentheses, was my fave. B. Dana. Hmm. What's the B. Dana? <laughs> Ben. Oh my God. Our own fans are trolling us now. Ben, ben <laughs> Well done. Well done. Oh, it was one of those emails I thought I thought was spam because it came like it it you couldn't t- it wasn't like, you know, like uh, you know, uh, swag69 at Gmail, right? Like it it was just a weird I was like, oh, we're getting fu- we're getting uh spammed now. And then I opened it up, and I was like, holy crap. So whoever sent this was really fucking with us. Uh, but I, or, or that's just a, a, a gnome de plume that they didn't want to reveal their their name. Right. And ruin their status as right. a super fan. It could right. have been H.R. Courtney. Oh. It could have been Turdnab the Magnificent. It could have been a lot of people. Could have been me. Could that be could a, have been me. Not the, you know, could the, be fact a cancer my, the, the fact that my mother died of cancer, you know, might have inspired me to write something like that. Yeah. Well, just just so you all know, and this is not. I, I actually did make a donation to the American Cancer Society for good for you man. from Atlas Bach. No, I, I did uh, from Atlas Bach. I don't know. So I don't know yeah. who sent this, but I, you know, thank you for sending this. We did. We we got another one. Oh no! Now this had nothing to do with the the. Uh, we only got two this week, but they were both very kind of apropos. Um, mm-hmm. This one was titled "Speaking French Fancy." <laughs> what this WTF question mark question mark? Okay, first GK can't spell relationship. Then he's suddenly very politely podcasting from his future fiance's kitchen. Then all of a sudden he's single again. And you tease an explanation, but nothing. What gives? That's right. We never, we never fucking close it no. out. Right, that was part of the loss. It was the third. Yeah. What What happened to the future ghost queen? God damn it! I put the effort into listening to you fools each week. The least you can do is keep me informed. For Christ's sake, okay. that is awesome. Shall I respond briefly? Wait, 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 wait. Who's that? Who who signed it? M M. Martha Monday. Oh my God! Are you kidding? Wait, wait, wait. Did she say? Will you go back and read? Did she? Did she call this person his future fiance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The future ghost queen. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> oh my god, Martha! Uh, no, but legit. Uh, yeah, legitimate. I I didn't quite realize it until I listened. But because of that, that the missing third segment, um, we never went back. This is kind of weird, right? Because I'm going to admit it right now. Martha was not real. That was a that was a made up character. Oh, uh, so who the fuck is sending us notes now from Martha Monday? 
maybe 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 like uh, Norman Bates, Dusty has assumed the identity of his fictional <laughs> mother. Uh, he, he hits he hits uh, Lane Bryant, uh, gets himself an outfit, and then heads home to do some uh, email correspondence. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's just a possibility. Yes, mother. I'll write the email. Yes, mother. Oh what God. should I say, mother? Uh, <laughs> all right. This is getting but like Bonker Nation starting to mess with it. Is this a thing now? Send stuff in. Oh, God, I hope to be so. other? Oh, my God. That makes it all worthwhile. And I guess it's pretty easy to just make up uh, all kinds of dummy email accounts because we're Unless not getting any. Yeah. Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Maybe he's a fan. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Is, is you know that is, Joe? His album dropped too. Joe, do you know who Marshall Mathers the is? The rapper, Eminem. And he's not dead. Yeah, there hey, you go. Hey, all right. Good job. There you go. He's quick on the Google. So yeah. what's more likely? It's Dusty dressed up in a dress writing notes to us or, yes. or Eminem. It's up to you, I'd Bach say it's 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> I can go either way on that. I bet Eminem likes cancer jokes. Well, whoever the hell's asking, I don't know, GK, if you're interested or not, but they they are. Yeah, I, I can tell, and 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 I was a little bit uh, disaffected by our technical difficulties, which I was the cause of last week, and so I didn't want to rehash the same story in the same day. But I'll give you the the Cliff Notes version of it. It all came to a head on New Year's Eve um, when I had really gone to great length to try to make a really nice, uh, sincerely, like a nice evening for the both of us only to be chastised publicly for taking too long to retrieve a glass of champagne for her. And so uh, oh. that, that night didn't end well. Um, oh. and, and then we exchanged some. So you guys would, were, did not kiss to bring in the new year? Yeah, and then, you know, I, I wouldn't let it go because that's how I am. And she was like, if I owe you an apology, I'll apologize tomorrow. And I was like, well, that's, you know, well, that's you know, not good enough. And she said, well, if it's going to ruin our night, let's just go back to the hotel. And I said, all right, great, let's go. I called an Uber, checked out of the room, checked into a different room. Oh. And then we basically exchanged texts sufficiently to come to the conclusion that we're done. Across the hall, leading up to midnight. No, no, different, different floor. And so, um, listeners, the, the important takeaway from this is that Ghosting. I feel like Gordon Gecko. Ghosting <laughs> is good. Ghosting work. In a very strange way, you actually are the Gordon Gecko of ghosting, yes. Uh, we're going to have an interview with the Pseudo Scout. So, new owner, one of the expansion team owners, Justin Pseudo Scout, is going to join us. We want to talk about a few things with him, some baseball related, some related to hugging people in costumes. So, we want to. Uh, want to definitely make sure that we get to the bottom of all that and uh so we'll see you in a minute Is that how you dress? Look at us. You dress, you got a, a, a Oxford shirt and a fucking sweater on Sunday morning. It's my Sunday best, Greg. Hi, hi, Justin. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the call. I just, uh, is that what Big Bird likes you to dress like? Yeah, yeah actually, it is. <laughs> let, me, let me pull the feather out of my. <laughs> um. Oh my God, Justin. We, uh, uh, it's early in the morning, buddy. He's been shitting feathers for a week. <laughs> 
Well, this is our very Atlas Bach like welcome and good morning on a Sunday morning. This is uh, you know, welcome, welcome to the show. You used to be uh, a fan favorite as the pseudo scout. Now you're fan favorite as a co-owner, as an owner in the league. You're a fan favorite as an owner in the league. So welcome. Uh, this is your first official podcast as an owner. That's right. Nice. You're right. Yeah. This is a big one. I uh, obviously don't expect any special treatment. Oh, you'll get special treatment. Any, anything, anything better than. <laughs> Uh, would have had <laughs> well you're the, the you're the less vulnerable of the two new owners to criticism let's put it that way for sure less vulnerable uh is that based on within, within the, baseball jose peraza yeah. within baseball oh yeah yes yeah, yeah, with, yeah oh god does that guy listen to this thing um let's pretend he doesn't justin go ahead maybe occasionally <laughs> i got the impression that bill was wanting to uh think like okay this is who i have to build my major league roster with i'm not going to have any major leaguers uh adding the player draft to build on so i'm going to beat justin now yeah, and maybe. to a point right no right bill is going to beat you this year and I, I have bill beating justin right bill and right. bill might be right he might be better than a few lj was worse than pops this you year know what? And, you're right um, actually with some of the guys that he picked up i'm like yeah this isn't a shitty squad no it's not a it's, or two it's not great. That's fun. It's That's slightly fun. below mediocre. They're not going to win a lot of games, but they're going to win a couple. I did. I was, um, again, I, I thought it was interesting. And again, maybe just lack of knowledge of, of position, whatever, um, out of all the players he took for he took now, 15 first baseman. Well, he didn't take, um, <laughs> I, I mean, again, we make fun of the guy. He's a joke. He's old, whatever. Um, <laughs> but... His honeymoon period is over. Two weeks ago, we were like, hey, congratulations. You're like, we make fun of the guy. He's a loser. He's a joke. I'm sorry. I was talking about Buster Posey, not Bill. Oh, Buster Mm -hmm. Posey. Um, I just thought that if you're going to take Sinsu Chu and Justin Turner and Dan Vogelbach, you might as well grab a a top 10 catcher because there's one out there. Catchers are kind of shitty. Again, I understand Justin not doing it, but um, I think Justin honestly went a little too far. The other way um and you know there's not a shit he's gonna have a, a tougher time competing this year and you do have a responsibility to try to compete this year well, and there's trades there's the draft that can go still Hold I, on. before I, we before we go any further we should probably bring bacher nation into we had our expansion draft yesterday <laughs> why don't you just run down the picks first so that people understand where all this passion is coming from okay. right so just just real quick, like maybe the the first five or six picks, just so pick by pick or team by team. Uh, let's just just go. Uh, if I you mean, go pick, pick by pick, pick just by so we can pick see would it. would make it more interesting. Yeah. Right. Okay. So so the first pick in the draft um, went to Bill, uh, which means that Justin now gets the first pick in the actual draft. So Justin uh, again, kind of a win win here because uh, Bill used his first pick on Jose Peraza um, again. Not the worst player in the league. Twenty-six-year-old young guy, uh, middle infielder yeah, for the Red Sox. He just went but to I Red think, Sox, yep. right? And he's a Red Sox fan, so um, so could but, have a bounce back year. Could could for sure. Number two um, was Marco Luciano. Yeah, which, uh, I seriously thought he was the runaway number one overall pick when I saw that that talent was available. 
and I was so freaking jealous of Bill getting him <laughs> that I, I had to calm myself down for a while. That's a shocker. <laughs> Picking second, he got his first pick. So again, so Justin's happy now because now he got his first pick and he gets to pick first in the next draft. Joe, uh, Bill's next pick was Yandy Diaz. The next pick, Carter Kaboom for Justin, who I thought was the number one pick in the draft. Hmm, interesting. I have not seen a top ten prospect list that he's not in the top ten. Right. And 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 I've seen some as high as three. Yep. For Kaboom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you guys do you guys really value him that much more over Luciano? Well, I mean, maybe not 15 years from now. I don't know. They might be competitive, but right now I know that Carter Kaboom has gotten to this point where Luciano could possibly not, right? Plus, Kaboom is playing this year. So now you get a prospect with potential and a starter this year in one player. In a great lineup. Right. He's young. He's got a great hit tool. He's got some pop. He's middle infield. I mean, everything about Kaboom says this is a guy. I was actually considering, because I'm considering moving my second uh, my uh, second pick in the pitching draft. Yeah, this, is, this is not an advertisement for your trades, Tim. Yeah, Tim, come on. And specifically, I was looking at Carter Kaiboom as one of the people that I wanted to to target, and then I saw it went in the in the fucking in this draft, and I was like, "Well, Justin's not going to let him go." So his HQ is off the charts. Too. Definitely not for a staff pick, anyway. So, so again, so HQ. Um, I haven't heard HQ in a while. That's great, <laughs> Justin. Do you know what that is? HQ, um, handsome, yeah. handsome, uh, yeah, handsomeness. Quotient. Oh, I just gave it away. Quartile. <laughs> <laughs> Handsomeness quotient. Just gave it to you, Justin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. Handsomeness quotient. Please are. Um, all right. So anyway, real quick, just to kind of run through the red uh, bills, some of Bill's other picks: Lorenzo King, Dan Vogelbach, Stephen Piscotti, Sinsu Chu. Which which. Chu, the only 100-point player um, on the list. So, again, 40 years old, but uh, <laughs> probably the best player this year that was drafted. Now, the, but one thing, Greg, like when you drafted, you were young. Oh, what were you? You weren't even just, just into your 40s, right? Or were you even you in your late 30s? Uh, I was, um, let's see, I was uh, 37. I was 37, 37 years old, right? So yeah. it mm-hmm. didn't matter that you you drafted a bunch of players that you know weren't going to take you there. You still had time. But is Bill going to live long enough for his team <laughs> oh, to, to, to be able to compete? Yeah, he comes from a line. All kidding aside, he's from a line of long living folks. That's for sure. All right. Oh, all, all right. right. Well, so. so Bill ultimately Bill Bill took two minor league players, Austin Beck and um, Ersig. Uh, Justin took two major league players, uh, Chris Davis. Well, one major Rush. league player, Chris Davis, right. and then right. um, and and then Byron Buxton. Um, so glass like, Joe, yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, so like I said, so so um, again, you know, with everything else Bill did, I if I had put together Bill's team, I would have went ahead and just grabbed a catcher because there was one there. I did consider uh, grabbing Posey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, he's old. He's not, you know, but he is, he's projected as the number eight catcher in our league this mm-hmm. year. And there's 12 teams. So, so that, you know, other than that, like I said, um, I, you know, Justin's got a little bit of work to do as far as this year, you know, putting a lineup together this year in the draft. And obviously, I would think, hopefully, somebody can, you know, if Bill isn't aware now, can, you know, at least point out to him that he should probably go a little stronger on the youth uh, in the next draft. Um, outside of you know filling his roster, so 
So Tim, when you send out the link to the podcast, or have you you've added Justin and Bill to that string? I Justin's been on it for probably a year, um, yeah. but I I did not um, send it to Bill. And you're and you're criticizing me for not helping? Oh, dude, he doesn't live on my fucking island. It's your Ooh. he's your fucking. Oh, I, I, oh really? I, I thought uh, you included everybody. What kind of fucking producer are you? Oh, so boy, that really makes him feel welcome. You don't even send him the fucking link to the podcast. I've done everything else, dude. Like he's fucking LinkedIn. Maybe we'll start two weeks from now because right now we're kind of bashing his picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, you didn't send him the link. You fucking have the link. You're fucking on the podcast. No, I assume you sent it to everybody. You sent it to uh, Dusty's mother, for God's sakes. I assumed you sent it to Bill. Kind of a valid point. Who's valid point? You. Yeah, I, Jack says I have a valid point, Tim. So back off. He do, he fucking sucks your dick all the time. Like it doesn't. He doesn't even fucking disagree. You send out one text. I didn't have his fucking phone number. Yes, you do. You've asked for it five times. I don't suck his dick all the time. I. I didn't ask for it five times. I fucking asked for it a couple What's weeks ago. What's his email ago. address? I'm like, it's the same email address you sent the link to. Genius. Sounds like a lover's quarrel that needs to be taken offline. Justin, here, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Speaking of dick sucking, how did you get to meet Big Bird? <laughs> Listeners, uh, you know, Justin's, uh, we're, all, we're all unique in our own ways. You know, we all have our quirks and peccadillos, but unsolicited out of the blue, maybe a week ago, four days ago, I get these texts from Justin. And, you know, and again, my initial assumption whenever I see a notification that it's Justin texting is some insight into like a 14-year-old Panamanian player, a launch angle story, or or a punk rock band suggestion. But in this case, it was just two photos of Justin dressed to the nines uh, mugging with Big Bird in some sort of a photo, bizarre photo op. That's exactly that, what happened. And I was elated when it did. Were you on Sesame Street? No. So uh, I managed the, the accounting department for a big venue in Tucson. And um, Sesame Street Live was on tour. You know, I reached out to our director of uh, marketing and sales. And I was like, hey, look, like, I want to meet Big Bird. You know, and um, all these freaking bands. <laughs> and then this guy, this, this guy, punch hold. Does Justin have any kids, guys? <laughs> uh, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> all the bands and uh, stand-up comics that have come in, like this is the only request I have had to to meet. <laughs> <laughs> One of the celebrities was freaking Roger Waters. Oh, fucking, yeah, yeah. Like Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, whatever. You know what? No, I wouldn't be freaking. Had a shot at Jerry Garcia a few years back, but no. <laughs> no, and so uh, she was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I can, I can make that happen." Good and, for you. Pick your battles. Good yeah, for you, and so um, yeah, she uh, she was like, "Hey, come over for the uh, the show. Come on over to the theater, and um, you know." I'll uh, I'll coordinate everything and uh, get up there on stage, and here comes freaking Big Bird right around. And the you corner. said yes, I will come early for that. <laughs> I have twice already. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. The first time when I knew it was a possibility, the second time when I heard yes, and then 
Did you meet Snuffleupagus? Uh, no, I did meet Elmo and Grover. There was someone on my staff that uh, really wanted to meet uh, Grover. And so um, I'll refer to it as a team-building photo op. They're not real. Listen, those are pup- you know they're puppets, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of this happens. The Big Bird one was, was pretty epic. It, it was amazing. Um, even uh, Janine on my staff, she was like, oh, my God, Justin, I haven't seen someone this excited in a very long time. Justin, you realize that every league owner who's a parent is now recategorizing you as somebody they'll never allow it. <laughs> you know what? I'm all right with that because I don't think any of them live in the Southwest. Well, when, we're so, at, uh, when the Atlas Talk okay. Comic Con booth gets set up uh, in the year's future, you, will, you won't be there. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Along the lines of, of uh, building this, this character that we call Justin. Justin, um, so more exciting, meeting Big Bird in person mm-hmm. or being sprayed with green alien jism at a bar show. You know what? Or, or, or uh, being sweat upon by a, a, an Oakland athletic. Oh, well, that's, that's uh, even we can all answer that for him, <laughs> right? But, you know what? Um, outside of being sweat on. We don't know the passion level of Big Bird, Tim. It- Let's just choose a random Oakland player to talk about bodily fluid. You know, Marcus Simeon. <laughs> oh, well done, Greg. Well done. I, I've actually met Marcus, good guy, but uh, it didn't. Um, it didn't He's match. No Big Bird. <laughs> the way that I would rank it. Did you get Simeon all over you? No, I did get uh, a permanent marker all over his rookie card, though. Um, yeah, totally nerded out on that one. Um, but uh, no, it, I, it went uh, was covered in Simeon. Guar uh, was number one, and followed by Big Bird. Wow. So there you go. You know, I've met Billy Bean a couple times. That was pretty epic. Okay. So Guar, Big Bird, and Billy Bean. All right. That's uh, well, I, that's not what I expected. So that's. Uh... <laughs> I might actually say Billy, Billy Bean. Number one, I'll I'll re-rank oh, that. Billy Bean okay. number one, then Guar, then okay. Big Bird. I mean, Billy Bean. Who's left on your bucket list? Um, no one really. I've met Cal Lamb Ripken. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe maybe you, Jack. You're the only one of the uh, people here on the screen that I have not met yet in person. So yeah, it, it'll be you. There's a reason for that, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two young daughters at home. It's by, it's by, it's by design, sir. I, I've, I've, I've got Jim Henson connections now, so. You know. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> He's hoping to meet Chewbacca next it year. Doesn't, it doesn't make it better. So, so let me ask you this. Um, is like the epitome of, of like meeting the Oakland A's mascot with that is that kind of a combination of all of it, or no? Mm. That, that what is the Oakland A's mascot? It's I was wondering elephant. the same thing, actually. It's an elephant. Oh, yeah, yeah, the elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a physical elephant at the stadium? Uh, well, yeah, it's a mascot. Yeah, I've never seen. I don't know that I've ever what seen it. You mean it's not a real elephant in an athletic uniform? That's what I thought he was asking. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I can't picture their mascot. I don't know that I've ever. I've never seen yeah, it. Where it's the a, fuck a, does an elephant come from with an athletic too? What so is that? it's just a nose history. Oh, I'm I sure. absolutely <laughs> do. Yeah. So um, they actually have a 
an extended history of selling off their talented players. All right. Like it's, it's not just a recent thing. Um, right. So okay. even back in the seventies, um, when they won, I'll remind everyone back to back to back world series. Um, Were you alive? Um, Justin? 72 through 74. No, I was born in 81. All right. Oh, so well, shut thanks up for the that. reminder. Yeah. yeah, yeah All right. So <laughs> I just Wagner and the boys uh, really made me proud back in 1909. Babe Ruth used to play for the Red yeah. Sox. I'll remind yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, there was uh, there was another owner that joked about uh, the A's owner at the time in, in the seventies, and he said, uh, "Yeah, they have their success now, but uh, it's only a matter of time until he has his white elephant sale." And so uh, they just oh. they they rolled with that joke, and it stuck. And so that's the uh, the white elephant mascot for the A's. That's you know that's. That's about as boring as I. That's <laughs> yeah. just as interesting. I've, as I've got a, a, a an epic story about a bridge being built too. If you guys want to hear that one, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, it's been great seeing you, Justin. <laughs> Better go get your ski park out here. It might drop down to eighty-two there today. <laughs> if it did, I would. Yeah, I guess that uh, I'm really amped to, if I had it my way, I'd do it again. I'd do the player draft now before any kind of prospect rankings got redone for 2020. Oh, see, now that Justin knows that Bill knows less than him, he wants to hurry up and get it done uh, before Bill can educate himself. Well, then, I guess since like Greg it. won't, I think I'll give Bill a call since I have his number, and I'll fucking help him. Oh, you have his number? Do you? Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, because I had to fucking ask you for it. You didn't even give it to me. I had to reach out. Give me the number. Give me the fucking number. You, 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 you're on text strings with me and him that I've sent you to. You moron. I'm the fucking moron. At least you admit it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm actually, I'm a moron for fucking doing all this shit. Oh, oh boo, fucking who? It's the only thing you got going in your life, Moscato. Oh, Fuck shit. You. Fuck oh. you. Oh, Justin, consider yourself lucky. You love this shit. You live for it. Really? Really? You're so fucking smart. You got that all figured out? Yeah, that's right. I do. Oh, all right. Well, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I slept at a Holiday Inn Express last Who'd night. Who'd you fucking run out on then, right? <laughs> Who the fuck did... What date were you on then? You fucking went to a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Martha Monday. <laughs> I wanted to take her to a nicer place, but she said she was used to really shitty <laughs> so things. Things are more comfortable. Uh, if Dusty didn't hate us, uh, no wonder when Jack said "Good morning, sir," he said "Fuck off." No wonder he's just—he just knew. He just knew, Dusty. Uh, well, it was a good, good first step, Justin. It was, uh, you know, a good job. You—you you didn't have a lot of competition kind of on the approach for a dynasty league that we maybe thought you might have, but uh, it's good for a step. Don't fuck it up. You know, the expectations have just gone up for you now because um, you're able to get who you wanted. So I think it'll be good and uh, appreciate you jumping on. And uh, thanks for downloading a whole new kind of browser software to be on this. You look good. You look, uh, you know, it's nice high def and mm -hmm. thanks for dressing up for this show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and, I don't look sweaty, Greg. I don't, Nope. No. Off to the good egg for a nice brunch, girl. <laughs> Off to the good egg. There you go. Cha-ching. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. All right. Well, guys. listen. Thanks, Justin. We'll talk to you later. Good Have stuff. a good one. Welcome to the welcome to the league. Welcome thanks a lot. See you. Later, boys. All right. Well, welcome back, Bacher Nation. Uh, hey, Joe, I know you weren't in on the interview, but let's pretend you were. What'd you think? I think uh, Dusty had a sound strategy. Um, still going to take him a while, but he's got some, some players he can trade. Uh, I think he's a little arrogant about it, but, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's Justin. It's what about his bestial guy. fantasies? Though, yeah, do you think there's anything well, sexual with his love of costumed uh, You know, when you said there was more into it than that, it kind of made me wonder. I, I don't believe we saw his right hand in the photo. <laughs> I can't believe he's been banned from all future Sonic grand openings. <laughs> Mm. He, went, he went straight for the biggest one, too. He couldn't start with, you know, a chipmunk or a squirrel or something cute. He had to go or, straight for the giant yeah. yellow bird. Yeah, right. medium bird. Yeah. Always start with the chipmunk or a squirrel. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Snuffleupagus can't run very fast, so. <laughs> to each his own, you know, live and let live. Well, what is really funny is that when he saw Big Bird, he, he uh, initially approached him because he thought it might be Eldon and his chance to meet him. <laughs> so I, I wasn't going to read this because, um, well, there really oh, was censoring never Tim. No, but no, but this, this one, it, it came through. I thought it was just a fucking, like a, I don't know. It, this came through our uh, Twitter account. It said, uh, uh, what is a squirrel's sexual fantasy? Mm. Answer. A threesome. Oh. Seemed relevant. From one of our young listeners. Seemed relevant. Joe's the best. Anon. So from from Billy G, fourth grader in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Or dad. It's a dad. Yeah, it could be a dad joke. Maybe it was Eldon. Could be a dad. Yeah. I feel like I feel like going into Casey Kasem mode. Be like, this next letter comes from uh, Billy G. <laughs> He's a fourth grader in Madison, Wisconsin. He writes, "Dear Atlas Bot Crew." What is a sec- uh, squirrel's most favorite sexual fantasy? Nuts. The answer? <laughs> a treason. Thanks, Billy. We're going to play Mariah Carey's uh, something something. And uh, keep your feet on the ground. And keep, keep reaching, reaching for, the for the stars. stars. Really. <laughs> Joe, live or dead, Casey Kasem? Uh, he's dead. So we did yeah, get a chance right. to talk with Justin about the expansion draft. We now have 12 teams in the Juices League. 12, 12, 12. Like, that's, uh, that's pretty big. So, uh, it was, I think it was, first of all, I got to compliment the, all the owners in the league on their phones. Bing, bang, boom. Handling it. They went right, smoothly. We up. Very smoothly. I saw, yeah. Pops had never been on a podcast before he was excited. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a funny text. I saw the potential of, a, you know, a, a week plus long situation we knocked out in, what, 24 hours? So, yeah. It was good. Yeah. League, league's on fire. Well, we sad. are not a fun, like, we're not an easy group to, to, I mean, I was looking at some of the, the, uh, memes that were going across and you know some of the words and yeah i think you said hello to dusty and he said fuck off you know like just uh, not even you know good morning just uh 
just woke up pissed at you for some mm-hmm. reason uh still smarting from last year boy if only the dreamers could have stolen some signs huh so so oh. know what scotty was gonna do right <laughs> if they could have just pulled it off um it's almost like it's almost like scotty was stealing signs wasn't it it's right yeah remember how un just unexpected it was that scotty would end up winning you know, i yeah, think he yeah. was he lost the first game in the world series right he lost the first so, game in both series in both series, the previous right, exactly. series, I'm yeah, sorry. Both who did of them he play? Who was back. the who was the loser of the first one? Who was? I can't remember, but he he won. He lost the first. <laughs> Wasn't game. it Jack? What? Oh and yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so yeah, so he must have been stealing signs if he beat me and the Dreamers, right? And 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 come to think about it, Scotty has fucking disappeared from the face of the earth after his championship. He's just quietly. He's like, "Thank you. Here's my money. Here's my trophy. I'm going to go in a hole and I'll see you." But I guess that's he, kind of he Scotty, hibernates right? for the other raccoons all winter. <laughs> Trash pandas. He's in a he's in a tree stump somewhere. Once the draft was done, he put something on the league, you know, the league text string. He did. Right? He did. And, yep. and it was pretty. Something it was, disparaging. It was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty snobby about everybody else. Like he just feels like. Which is very better. out of character, in my opinion. When in, in, in behind the scenes communication, Scotty is the opposite of Dusty. Scotty is, is it, to me anyway, very nice, very kind, very polite young man. Um, you know, kind of guy you'd want to bring home to mom if you were in that kind of situation um, where Dusty is a dick. So <laughs> it's true. Dusty sucks. <laughs> wow. Until he comes on the podcast, then he's Mr. Straight. No, I think, and, I think uh, he's our most hated uh, league member. I, th- I don't think that's a stretch. I don't hate him. I've never spoken to him. You've spoken to him. I have never spoken to him. You've been on, you've been on interviews with him. You hate Jerry Garcia. Yeah. But oh, you know he's not. Joe's not on. I'm always Joe's, the one that's off uh, the interview. Remember, Marshall won't let me. He's been on here before, Squadcast. Oh, yeah, you're, right. you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. They're going to stop paying us, you know. <laughs> so yeah, this this whole cheating scandal, man. This this Seriously. is this harkens back to our unwritten rules of baseball. You know, and, and I'll be honest, it's it's the off season. I'm not hyper focused on baseball in the off season. And when I first started hearing about it, I was like, "What's the big deal? This is this is one of those um, long held unwritten rules where it's so you know other teams don't like it, but teams always you're always hearing about teams stealing signs. But I didn't realize the level of sophistication that was behind. Right, it. I think that right. That's that's it. Right, because it, it's kind of known, but the the passion that some of these players are, are coming back with now, you know, under the realization is just above and beyond anything I've seen before, uh, beyond unwritten rule. I mean, the, the, the Trevor Bowers and, and Mike Clevengers and, and Sabathias. And um, I mean, they're fucking pissed. Like they're, they're not, you know, they're fucking pissed. Like it, it's definitely, you know, again, above and beyond, did you see him flip a, a one or a two between his legs for the next pitch? Cause you're on second base. This is, yeah. um, you know, some serious shit. Um, yeah. Clevenger particularly, uh, you know, you ooh. just brought it to our attention yesterday, yeah. uh, Jack really interesting. And he's right. You know, I, I hadn't even thought about it that way. I could see, you know, and, and what his point was listeners was that, you know, aside from giving the team an advantage, which led, you know, couldn't argue inarguably 
help them win a World Series or be in a position to win a World Series. He was talking about it from the individual player perspective where, you know, he struggled to establish himself in the bigs. And you have all these pitchers whose livelihood and family depend upon them being successful. And these guys are cheating, not just to the the opponent's detriment, but to the opposing individual pitcher's detriment. And that's that's uh, that's a legit argument, you know? I know the Pirates, Chris, Ar- Chris Archer from the Pirates retweeted the Clevenger uh, video and was like, yeah, preach, man. Yeah, no, there's a lot, of, especially, yeah, the pitchers specifically, but uh, like Bauer, Trevor Bauer, I mean, he's, there's absolutely no question if you ask that guy. And, and I guess he already had that information from multiple players over the last couple of years and within the league there, you know, people talk obviously um you know above and beyond players nieces and fake burner accounts um so you know when when you know bauer already had it in his head and then all of a sudden it's out there and proof i mean that guy like i said if if you were to ask him there's absolutely no question that this happened and um you know and now they're they are starting to call for for you know player discipline and and so on and so forth and i i don't know the details of that i know mlb says they investigated it and didn't come up with anything but um it's fucking well it'll crazy. be interesting like if people start talking like uh and again maybe it's out there and i don't know but who was the um like the driving force behind this scheme for lack of a better term my, I mean, I don't. My understanding is that Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran were were very prominent. Um, wow, those two guys specifically. Um, I don't know again how you know uh, AJ. Like, I didn't have any idea. I just thought they were banging on the trash can back there. No fucking, I don't know. Bullshit. I mean, obviously, it it um, it goes you know way, but but those are the two names that I hear that that keep kind of coming up. And how did it come out? Was it a traded player or former Astro? I know that um, I know that there, there's a a uh, tweet uh, Twitter account that is supposedly Carlos Beltran's niece, um, ah. which is where a lot of this info is coming from. Uh, in addition Carlos to other Beltran's info. niece, <laughs> that is so odd. Right, right, and that's what the players are saying. Obviously, this isn't somebody's fucking niece. Obviously, this is a player that was oh. on the team that has created this burner account to be able. But they that Carlos Beltran's niece predicted Carlos going to the Mets prior than he be, be you know before he did predict. So they they've made multiple predictions so far, and all of them have come to uh, fruition. And then that this is the newest one, basically. Um, so that's well, I, it's that's a, where it, I know Mike. It's a new here. level of cheating. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, like 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 juicing is an individual player maybe conspiring with some teammates just for their personal benefit or trainers or whatnot. This is like a uh, you know an orchestrated thing among a team, and you'd have to. Ma- I don't know. I, I I'm fa- I'll be fascinated to hear if the story ever fully comes out. Were there people on? Were there guys on the team who were against it, grudgingly going yeah, along, right. or were they like, "Oh God, I, I've, I've, I'm having some uh, that, ethical dilemma here"? That, I, yeah. I wonder. That's my guess, and that's my guess as to who's created these burner accounts and so on. You know what I mean? Now that they're yeah. they're out, maybe it was all the um, Astros pitchers. 
you know, some other play, you know, Brian, yeah. Brian McCann was part of that, you know, the 2007, he's no longer playing. So, you know, could, could somebody in that situation all of a sudden come up and, and, you know, start talking and, and saying something. I do know that all, every player that I've heard talk about it feels it's worse than steroids. Um, yeah, I, th- I would have to agree. It, it, it's like, um, well, I mean, I think you have to put it in the context of the times too. steroids now in retrospect, you know, clearly that was cheating, but uh, it was pervasive, you know, and, and it was just like these guys trying to get it like the Brady Andersons of the world who was had been a good but not well-established player trying to get an edge or the Palmeros who was like a light hitting first baseman. You could almost argue they were trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, but this is like an orchestrated concerted effort as a team to cheat, you know, which Pete Rose condemned, by the way, did you guys see Pete Rose condemning it? <laughs> he was like, this is much worse than what I did. And I got to say, he's right. That, he's right. That, yeah, that is all that guy does, right? Is sit around signing baseballs, signing cards, signing yeah. hats and waiting for something like this to happen in baseball so that he could jump back up and say, Hey, <laughs> I mean, this rivals the Black Sox scandal. Yeah, no, I, yeah. it may eclipse it. It may, yeah, it may. And 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 meanwhile, here's the the. I, I think know. that's ridiculous to say that. What that it, it rivals the Black Sox scandal? Yeah, throwing the there's no, there's no no comparison. They're, they're they're trying to win. They're not trying to lose. They're they're cheating in the World Series. I you, mean, you, are you going to sit there and tell me that you don't think the other team was doing something similar? I, I don't know. I think all the teams are trying I, I, to get I don't signs know. from. It happens every year. Somebody, oh, they're stealing our signs. No, no, I, but I that's like the old the traditional way in the game, you know. So that, yeah, that, I don't, I, I don't disagree that it's different, but uh, to me, it's not that big a deal. I, you know what? Really? I, I don't necessarily that's agree with Joe with the big of a deal, but um, I will say that uh, Joe is probably right. It probably happens in some form. A whole lot more than we're aware of throughout the league. Um, I think there's, you know, there's probably some sort of, you know, unwritten uh, expectancy. Uh, you know what I mean? And to a to a, a certain level, but then when you when you pass that level, um, you know, honestly, I, I feel like um, it is possible that that baseball is gonna. It might be helping make this go away. In other words, um, this isn't good for baseball, right? And and God forbid they keep digging and keep digging and keep, and then and Joe's right, and and now now all of a sudden we have you know twenty eight teams doing this or that or so on and so forth, and 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 now it's a, a you know the timing is not good for the sport, um, you know, for something like this to come up. But we've talked about that. You know, they've put headsets in like NFL players, like for plays and stuff. Would it be, I mean, to at least level the playing field to put an earpiece in the pitcher and the catcher's ear and have like, uh, you know, signs or, or pitches called from the dugout or, or uh, you know, if the catcher did it, the batter could potentially hear, but maybe with the code words and shit like that. Because the juicers and the non-juicers all were pretty mum and they must have known some of like McGuire and Sosa and those guys were ju- in bonds were juicing. But the non-juicers on the team, like the, um, I, I don't think uh, Jeff Bagwell was a juicer. That's my opinion. But or, or Ken Griffey Jr. was a juicer, and, and they must have had some 
either knowledge of or strong belief that other guys with whom they were kind of competing were were juicing, but they didn't say it. It was like a code of silence, but but Clevenger doesn't seem to be subscribing to that. And I personally look forward to seeing uh, the Astros set a fucking record for getting Bean this year. Mm. Yeah, that he did say, right? He said, if, if MLB yeah. isn't going to do something about it. I'm going to go out of my way yeah. to plunk as many Astros this year as I can. Yeah, so that's, you know yeah it's going to happen the first time he does. He's going to get thrown out of the game, and, and it's going to cost him. Yeah, yeah but they're going to they're gonna plan it. I love it. More fights to break down this year, guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? That should be the case. Yeah, and there was a lot of action taken, too. I mean, so Cora, Beltran, you know, I mean, this, this shit's... You know, uh, MLB is not fucking around, nor are the owners, which tells me that somehow there's some money on the line here. And I think it gets to the integrity of the game and how much is the integrity of the game, uh, you know, worth it. um, Overall, right. Right, exactly. I agree. But there was, uh, so uh, there was at least three um, kind of peripheral stories um, associated with this that caught my attention. One amused me. And and the others were just kind of bizarrely fascinating. So the one that amused me was, like, right on the heels of this scandal, for the first time ever, I randomly heard, now they're reconsidering Shoeless Joe as a candidate for the Hall of Fame. Did you guys read or hear that? No, no, I did not. Yeah, Pete Rose put that story out. <laughs> like a deeper look at the evidence. And, I, and my initial thought was, Oh my God, the guy's long dead, and the only other living human right. who really felt strongly about it was the <laughs> fucking dude who wrote the novel for Field of Dreams, and he's dead. And he's right. just, yeah, let's stop talking about Chula's job. Let's move on to other people. Meanwhile, Pete Rose's but head's then, exploding. <laughs> yeah, and then there was one timely <laughs> peripheral story. Did you guys see that the son of a former major leaguer? Am I wrong saying it was Scott Service's son? Yes. I, I don't know who. No, you were right. It's uh, okay. No, uh, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, tweeted Brocious, and then Scott. Oh, Brocious. Scott Brocious. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I knew it was a Scott with a S ending name, uh, but um, tweeted and then quickly deleted that uh, that Mike Trout had some league exemption for HGH, which Trout and the league deny. Yeah. And, and, but it's like this crazy conspiracy theories are going to start flying, you know? Who has Trout right now in the league? Me. But yeah, I have no Okay, Astros. so I was super excited about that because this sounds like, this really does sound like, and there's a, I, I don't know, Greg, how much you read into this, but I found it fascinating. There, There is a lot of smoke around this. I don't know if there's any fire. And, and then you just look at Trout, and doesn't Trout look like a mid-90s player? If you were to just look at Trout, uh, say, you know, if you kind of transport him back into the <laughs> steroid heyday. I mean, the, ki- the kids are bi- big, fast, and looks cut, you know. But again, like, I... I it's got a big head. I don't think Bagwell was... Well, I don't know about that, but I don't think Bagwell was... Because Bagwell came into the league kind of, you know, like muscle, muscle bound. No, he didn't. When the Red Sox drafted him, he was, uh, if you look at the way yeah. he was, was he skinny, he was yeah. very skinny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. He was a white Barry Bond. <laughs> yeah, not quite yeah, that big of a, close, though. Almost that. Yeah, he was pretty skinny. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I almost hope Griffey, there, there better yeah, be fire. If you, yeah, again. There, there better be fire because 
if not, that that would be a fucking vicious thing to do to a great baseball mm-hmm. talent to kind of smear his name casually like that. So they're you know, if I'm Brocius's kid, who the fuck is that loser who's never accomplished anything? Um, you know, you better know what you're speaking of. I was going to say, how would he even know about that? Well, from his dad. How would his dad? There's a lot of. I think they were. It was an angel. Speaking of night, Gary Sheffield Jr., uh, who who is also a a player, um, I think he's in the minor, whatever. He is the one that that tweeted Carlos Beltran's niece was an actual player. Um, So he's the. Gary Sheffield Jr. started that thread basically and started people digging into that. Not that, you know, once again, for a niece, she had a little bit too much info. It's like baseball's version of Hardy Boys, you know? Right, yeah, seriously. Yeah, all kinds of, right. All these, all these yeah. sons of players. Uh, Meddling yeah, kids. But- <laughs> it was Tony La Russa. <laughs> I was just, do you think it's based on success? In other words, we're talking about, you know, the Astros who probably were the best team in 2017, right? I mean, they, they mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, Mike Trout, who is... You know, one of the it's not we're, we're talking about guys that are already elite situations that are already elite. And then, you know, uh, like trying to take it another step. Like, uh, do you think that 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 there's more of that going on or though they're just being pointed out because of the success and it's happening all you know elsewhere as well? I, I don't know, honestly. Does, doesn't it seem odd that, that like the the best team in 2017 is the only one that cheated, and the best yeah. player in all of baseball is the only one that's doing You know what I mean? Well, yeah, just, I mean, if Mike Trout was a, a backup catcher, you know, a bullpen catcher, nobody would be talking about it. Right, that's what I'm saying. It exists, but nobody cares. Bullpen catchers even play? No, they bang the, the toilet can lid, or I mean the trash can lid. Fourteen <laughs> slip. That's for you, anyway, um, fantasy guys. But the the, um, the, yeah. the I think they said the MLB has less than a hundred TUEs or therapeutic use exemptions, and that that's where uh, they're saying that uh, uh, Trout has a thyroid issue and therefore uh, um, has uh, is using HDH. Now, what was interesting is that MLB uh, came out and MLB and MLBPA came out and said that nobody has received an exemption for HGH and that's where I think the story gets interesting because if if it came it, basically what Brosh's son was saying was that he's using it because he has a TUE in Major League Baseball and MLP Major League Baseball Players Association saying nobody has received an exemption for HGH now that's where huh. I think this gets very interesting yeah and that Fair we enough. know that Trout has been tested for HGH um they were testing it since 2013. Then the question becomes, wait a minute. So if he's been tested and it didn't come up positive, uh, MLB is saying it's not happening, then that seems to think like, ah, this is just a rumor, right? And why would MLB, which typically doesn't comment on stuff like this, why did they come out so strongly and so quickly and say that? I guess it, you know, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. Maybe it's nowhere. Maybe it's just a slow news day and, and Scott Brocious's son was <laughs> you know, getting high and kind of shared it on his <laughs> account or something. Who knows? Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but any fellow owners in terms of a fantasy impact, you know, I was looking at Carlos Correa and thinking about him like, I mean, you know, he's had, you know, he's established that he's a quality player. He's had some ups and downs, but that uh, text that I think Jack sent of Altuve, 
Correa mm. and then uh, Brian McCann's home and away splits, that gave me a moment's pause. And I was like, oh, great. I hope Correa yeah. is the player that I thought he was and it wasn't benefiting from cheating. Or even, I also thought to myself, even, you know, is this going to fuck with these guys all mentally now? Just mentally, right. That's, yep, that's what me and Mike were talking right? Whether or not they're still doing it or continued to do it or, uh, you know, uh, Carlos Correa had kind of a down year last year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was so injured, and but like I also think maybe about he's like, one of those know, guys, right? Maybe he was one of the guys that didn't want to do it, and it got to him, and it, you know, it, 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 you know, maybe it's fucking tearing him up inside, and, and you know what I mean? I'm just saying, there's lots yeah. of like Ryan Braun when he was humiliated, you know, be, by being caught and lying and accusing the tester of doing something wrong, and then apologizing. I, I know there were age related declines in his game, but I wonder how much of his declines were age to, yeah. versus not using the illegal substance versus I know <laughs> I can say with pride that my and my then, you know, under 10 year old daughter were screaming vociferously at him every time he came to play the pirates. Cheater, cheater. I, I used to take <laughs> right. great pleasure and right. yell. And I used to try to sit in the outfield out near him and just mock him the whole game. Really? Yeah, that's, that's that's so out of character. I, I, I you piece I, of shit, I, cheater! I, I, and I would get my yeah, child to yell yeah, similar de- things. Definitely news to Bakker Nation, right there. I, I know, but, but I mean, again, that you know, that that can't feel good. And I hate to 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 you know dumb it down to to our league, but yeah, I I don't know that I would want Jose Altuve right this moment. Uh, yeah, Springer had a great I, year. You know, um, Springer. Yeah, Brangman. I mean, the the, the you know Carrera, the, all of those guys. Uh, uh, you know, again, they're great players. And and uh, if they did cheat, and that's the crazy part, and you take the cheating away, I still think they're great players. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody drops into obscurity because of it. None of those well, guys. It's anyway, like the juicers. But, they were great to begin with, right, and right. and they were just so obsessed with better. Did Marwin Gonzalez? Did the Strohs let him go? He's in Minnesota now. Yeah, maybe he's one of the um, one of the uh, the sources. Yeah, that he would be a good choice, right? Because he he was one of the guys that like couldn't get into the lineup, you know, mm-hmm. regularly. But but they had to kind of spot him here, spot him there. So you know, he's, he's or JJ Redick maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah Redick was um, he was the one that that they went back to the interview that has the either it's tape or a piece of confetti from the celebration mm-hmm. up on his chest because um, he had taken his jersey off and just had his tank top on and, and they pointed that out a few times but again you know it, it's very it, what that he was in great shape or what no 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 that he he when they were interviewing him after the the game he had he was down to his um, tank top and and much like when I came on today joking around he had a, a piece of what either was tape, like right here, or oh, 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 oh. or it could have been a piece uh, of the confetti that came Christ. down and was sticking to his chest because it is, you know, it's like a yellowish color, whatever. Um, so it's possible it was just confetti, but there was definitely something. That's amazing. Like none of the wires fell out and had like a milli vanilli. Expose. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of shit flooded the internet that Jesus. was kind of doctored and made up. But they they yeah, they, they, they the MLB disproved that. Um, they said okay. it was it was yeah. They said it was uh, involved the replay booth. It involved calling to the uh, replay booth in the bullpen and the use of the audible kind of hitting the trash can. Which again, just fucking 
like who's not putting this together, right? It's it's not a like a, what were the thing the vizavulas or whatever those things so, that were. So are you? The, I'm sorry, those, Tim. The yeah, buvazelas. Yeah, buvazelas. Yeah. Right. It's not like yeah. Thank God, God the annoying horns is what we call yeah. them here in the United yeah. States. Yeah, we discontinue those at our games. Tim, are you saying that um, that that then you are are in agreement, or or you at this moment believe that the Astros cheated? To the point of banging trash cans and such, but you do not that you believe MLB in, in that there was no electrical devices or anything along those lines. So we say right. The, the, okay. the electrical devices that were used were, were were was cameras, camera equipment, right? That is set up. There was for no buzzers, replay. as far as you're concerned. There was no buzzers under well, uniform. I, I gotta or... believe MLB. I mean, honestly, of all the professional sports, MLB has probably the most legitimacy in my mind. In that they've they kind of self disclose these these scandals and to I mean to the detriment of their or the potential detriment it hasn't been to this point but the juice mm-hmm. balls the the uh, steroid well is, is that because they're more they have higher integrity or because they're more cheaters in that sport I don't <laughs> no honestly <laughs> that's a that's a yeah. I think there's there's cheaters in every sport so I I've got to say that part of the selling point of baseball is integrity I I it's it's got to be right because this is this is a business it's not it's not it's not for fun no right it has to be right that's what I'm saying and I believe that baseball MLB will go out of their way to protect that integrity even to the point of you know if need be changing or falsifying or hiding information which I, which I admire I. I I, I just hope Correa doesn't get suspended for eighty games or anything. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. of course. No, all self-interest aside, right? Um, uh, yeah. So, um, so uh, well, gentlemen, it was fun to talk. Change some rosters for sure. It was fun to talk about baseball. Although I see Joe is literally itching to get off the call and uh, go start prepping. Get a, get a fire grill. up that grill for some tailgating and. Uh... Make some pig turds. He he likes his uh, blood alcohol level to be point one one by game time. It's a new recipe for my atomic pig turds that actually has brisket inside the cheese mix. Jesus Christ! Are you just trying to accelerate death? Is that is that just literally accelerate? Let me death. Accelerate death. Yes, like uh, and and the fun part is he has them surgically implanted by a surgeon into his aorta. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly, just straight in, not in the stomach, right into his, right into his. I'm organ. guessing so, I probably eat better than the three of you. Uh, you're probably right, Joe. Okay, boys. Well, listen. Um, uh, great show today. Um, great talking to y'all, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Adios. Let's try to shut okay. this thing down. Correct this time, huh? Yeah, Tim. Don't fuck it up again. 